0: Coming up on Studios America uh, after Major League Baseball uh, moved the All-Star game out of Georgia over its new voting laws. It was inevitable that other sports and events would soon follow suit. It's a sort of sort of copycat wokeness. I'll speak with campus reforms. Angela Moravito about what's happening with the women's division of the NCAA, and uh, we'll discuss a big change in of heart uh, for Planned Parenthood. No, they're not going to stop killing babies. <laughs> of course not. That's kind of their whole shtick, so they got to continue doing that. But we'll have the rest of the details for you. Thank you so much for joining us for another great week of Stu Does America. I'm almost over my hangover from Friday's Power Hour special. Almost. In case you missed it, my uh, Instagram page has all the details. If you go there, give me a follow, hit the link in the bio, you can get access to the, uh, the special, all of our other episodes. Uh, trust me, it's one of the biggest ones we do all year, and it was. A total mess and please consider subscribing to Blaze TV and help support this stupid stupid show. Head to blazetv.com slash stew and enter the promo code Stu because that's how they know you like this stupid show and you'll save 10 bucks. We've all been putting up with California's crap for fall too far too long now and it's not just psycho Patrick Bateman gave Gavin Newsom uh, shtick either Tonight we're going to be talking about one of their worst representatives, so you might want to have a drink handy. I know I would need one if I did Maxine Waters.
1: Stew does America.
0: There have been times in my life in the life of this stupid, stupid show you're watching where I wanted to do a monologue about Maxine Waters, but I often would think better of it. Why? Because I am a generous man who thinks about others. You see, it seems a bit, I don't know how to say it, unfair. It feels unfair to do a monologue about Maxine Waters. That's the right way to say it. She obviously is a moron and has the IQ of a grape. It just doesn't seem right. The left has an obvious comeback to this. If I were to do a monologue about Maxine Waters, you can't use it, Maxine Waters, as someone who represents our party because she's obviously an idiot. You're just looking for the single dumbest person on earth who believes in our platform and then exploiting the situation by acting as if we're all that dumb. And honestly, that's probably a fair point, but here's the thing. There's like a big fan club on the left for Maxine. Like they think she's good. Look at some of these headlines. The 10 most iconic Maxine Waters moments. The best Maxine Waters moments of 2017. Four times Maxine Waters owned the internet. Do I understand this love for Maxine? No, I do not. But people have all sorts of weird things they love. For example, you wouldn't think there would be an audience for t-shirts featuring the head of Kim Jong-un pasted on the top of the body of the Mona Lisa. I wouldn't think he could sell those, but apparently somebody wants to buy them. Most likely someone who thinks Maxine Waters is not an idiot. And I want to get into the Maxine Waters thing and what she said over the weekend. But a lot of people don't even know that she existed in the same way. They didn't know that sweatpants covered in tons of overlapping heads of Nicolas Cage uh, heads kind of smiling at you You even see those. Gosh, they are creepy. Sweatpants with Nicolas Cage heads on them. Neither Maxine Waters nor Nicolas Cage pants have probably paid, uh, you know, kind of a big role in your life so far, and that's a good thing for you. But while I can't say much about the intent of Nicolas Cage sweatpants, I can tell you Maxine Waters is definitely trying to play a big role in your life. For example, if you happen to like living in a country with cheap, reliable energy, Maxine has been trying to stop that for a while. This might be one of my favorite clips of all time. You can watch the brain of Maxine Waters working at full throttle when she just realizes she said something she wasn't supposed to. In this instance, is that she wanted to socialize the entire energy sector.
1: And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um,
0: uh, um, oh, oh my. Would be about. Would be about something coming up soon. Basically.
1: Basically. basically taking over. Taking over and the government running mm. all of your companies. (laughs) The word, obviously, that Maxine Waters was looking for their chef was Mm. nationalizing the oil industry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's very generous, generous take on that particular clip. I love that clip. Socializing is only a four-syllable word, and Maxine gets through like 3.85 syllables before jamming the car into reverse. Love it. It's only 11 letters, and she somehow stops in the middle of the 11th letter before realizing she screwed up. Following uh, that, with of course, what seems like three and a half minutes of silence and staring and uttering nonsensical nothing, and you have a legendary video clip. I love how one, one, but I don't know, gosh, it was probably not even, probably two different people behind her are just sort of laughing. You can see them laughing. He he just fades his head out, tries to get behind her so no one can see him laughing. And then she just leans in and can't help herself. Now, I love that. You probably knew Maxine was kind of dumb, but you probably didn't know she was a millennial once.
1: Our millennials are a force. I recognize it, and I was the millennial once. No longer, of course. But I love
0: what you're doing. Thank you so much. I was a millennial once. Is this some sort of silly mistake? Does Maxine Waters think millennial means young person instead of a person reaching young adulthood in the early 21st century? No. She was talking about the first definition of the word denoting or relating to a period of a thousand years. She's just saying she remembers when she turned 1,000 years old. Now, of course, the woman known by the far left as Auntie Maxine gets the benefit of the doubt from the media when she says stupid things because on the big things, she aligns with them. Like for example, they want people who served in the Trump administration to be harassed too. If you see
1: anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you-
0: First of all, she just sounds delightful, doesn't she? As audibly appealing as the screeching brakes of a train as it careens through a massive pile of terrified feral cats. Her voice is about as appealing as this t-shirt, which by the way has a photo of what your actual stomach probably already looks like. If you ever wanted to show off your hairy beer gut and man boobs without having to go topless, this t-shirt is for you. Actually available in in the internet. But uh, it's this attitude, this sort of burn it down when we don't get what we want I- ideology that me- the media and Maxine really share. It's what she's best known for. We are now at a point in our country where we accept and embrace a population torching their own cities to, quote unquote, protest a verdict in a legal proceeding. Every single one of you out there, whether you're conservative whether you're a business owner in Minneapolis, or even a hardcore liberal hate watching, you all know that if Derek Chauvin is not guilty, the left will burn Minneapolis to the ground. It is a known certainty. So naturally, here's Maxine Waters making it worse.
1: We've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. But I am very hopeful and I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean. Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree. It's what happens if we do not get get what you just told. What should the people do? What should protesters on the street do? I didn't hear you. What happens? What should, what should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they they know that we mean business.
0: <sighs> more controversial. You guys remember the whole all the cities burning to the ground last summer? More, more confrontational. That's really what we need to do. I mean, it's a little tough to hear because you got the idiots with the drum circle on one side and you got her virtue signaling in her dumb mask while she's already been vaccinated on the other side. It's hard to hear. But her saying that she wants more confrontation out of this is mind-blowing. And again, she said guilty, guilty, guilty. The reason she said guilty three times is there's three charges against Derek Chauvin. There's manslaughter and two different types of murder. If she doesn't get guilty, 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 well, stay in the streets and make it worse than last time. More confrontational. How do you how do you take that any other way? Uh, You know, look, this happened to make its way, of course, into the courtroom today. And you want to see the judge uh, on the case, on the Chauvin case, trying to maintain some level of sensible legal judgment here, uh, talking about those specific comments. This just happened a few hours ago.
1: I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational, but you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, Mm -hmm. especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function. Mm -hmm. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution to respect the co equal branch of government. Mm. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it has prejudiced us with additional uh, material that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. I trust they are following those instructions and that there is not in any way uh, a prejudice to the defendant. beyond the articles that we're talking specifically about the facts of this case. A Congresswoman's opinion really doesn't. Matter a whole lot. True. Anyway, so motion for mistrial is denied.
0: <laughs> I mean, worth a shot, I suppose, if you're the attorneys of Derek Chauvin, not going to throw the trial out over it. But I mean, it is pretty, pretty significant uh, situation. And Maxine Waters' opinion doesn't mean much. I mean, that's definitely true. That's legal. It's science. It's everything. Uh, Rachel Scott also uh, added that as that clip went on, uh, he, the judge also added her words might win the defense an appeal if Chauvin is convicted. So, Ma- Maxine Waters, as usual, making every situation worse. Now, if you actually care about the country, it's completely nonsensical to do something like Maxine Waters just did. It's all about, uh, all about as nonsensical as this, this particular t-shirt featuring Kim Jong-un, Mohammed bin Salman, and Vladimir Putin holding a baby Donald Trump like their parents in a gay throuple. I, would you buy that shirt? I don't think I would. Or perhaps this Trump T-shirt featuring Donald Trump wielding a golf club like a sword, while Melania Trump holds onto one leg, and I think, I think it's Ivanka holding onto her dad's other leg. I mean, human beings are freaking weird. By the way, don't buy this crappy anti or pro Trump merchandise, whichever one it is. I, don't, I can't even tell. Buy Nancy Pelosi sucks pens, of course. Why wouldn't you do that? Or Nancy Pelosi sucks mugs. Um, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, well, let me give you a reason why you should do it. Pelosi was asked what she thought of Maxine's comments and here's what she told CNN. Quote, no, she doesn't, Pelosi said, when asked by a reporter if Waters needs to apologize for saying activists for racial justice need to get more confrontational when advocating for police reforms. That woman on the floor should be apologizing for what she said, Pelosi said, referencing um, Lisa McLean. Who spoke shortly after Pelosi gabbled the House into session for the day. Maxine talked about confrontation in the manner of the civil rights movement, Pelosi said. Returning to Waters, I myself Think we should take our lead from the George Floyd family. They've handled this with great dignity and no ambiguity or lack of misinterpretation by the other side. No, I, do, oh, I don't think she should apologize. Asked if Waters' comments should incite, uh, could incite violence. Pelosi said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the violence was happening without her words. Certainly that's going to heal the situation to ask for them to be more confrontational. Luckily, no one listens to Maxine Waters. That's our best hope. Our best hope is she's ignored. And that's true like all the time. This is really incredible coming from the left right now. Long time viewers of this program will know that I don't think the post-election situation was handled by a variety of Republicans across the board. But in the January 6th speech itself, Trump didn't say anything as close to incitement as Maxine did this weekend. And this is after a year of nothing in the Trump case. To suggest that we, to make it, I don't know, to, to suggest that the situation, the George Floyd situation should be more confrontational after watching our cities all across the country burn to the ground, that is completely nuts. And that's what Maxine Waters is. Completely nuts. Even more nuts than these socks, which were designed to make your feet look like uncooked steaks. Why would you buy these? Who would order them? And if you're going to put them in your store, why would you call them Boat Ankle Socks Pork Meat Pattern Girl Boy Sport Warm Creative Funny Adults Socks? Instead of the far superior name Meat Feet. That's an incredible name for meat-themed socks. And somehow, no one has thought of it. Yet, at least not yet. So pardon me as I step into retirement and launch a brand new company, you'll always remember this, this particular day. The day then you realized Maxine Waters was an idiot, again. And the day you discovered the ultimate in uncooked steak-based footwear. Welcome to the era of meat feet. Uh, let's say you live in Minneapolis right about now and you're thinking, you know what I need to do? Escape immediately to get out of here before my home is burned to the ground and is a pile of ash. Not a bad decision. I'd get going if I were you. I'd get going to realestateagentsitrust.com. Let's say you had to buy a house in a hurry because you needed to escape a city that was in flames. realestateagentsitrust.com is the place to go. They could help your uh, house sell for the most money. It's going to be a little hard with this little window here before the trial verdict comes out, but you can do it. And then when you get to the new place and you get to the safe place in like maybe Florida or Texas or somewhere else, anywhere else right now, you can get a real estate agent that you can trust there, too. Realestateagentsitrust.com has the best agents all over the country in your area. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I'm happy to uh, welcome to the program Angela Morabito. She's a fellow and spokeswoman of the campus reform as well as a former press secretary for the Department of Education. That must have been a lot of fun. Uh, I can't (laughs) I can't imagine what you had to go through with the press uh, working with Betsy DeVos.
2: Well, I I can tell you that she is absolutely a class act. And if there is anything that is trial by fire in the world of dealing with the fake news media it is being inside the trump administration and working in education uh there were times plenty of times when i wanted to yell at the press but you know she is way too classy and professional to ever do that
0: yeah she, she's great um so can we talk a little bit about uh the ncaa and what is going on with women's sports um there's a whole situation going on where we've seen this uh over and over again and and, and I, there was a time I think that this was just common sense, like the idea that we have women's sports for a reason. Women should be competing against women. And then all of a sudden, like seemingly overnight, it became common knowledge that everyone was supposed to accept men that decided they wanted to go through some sort of transition should then be able to compete in women's sports. How did this start and where are we on this?
2: Well, let's start with where we are. The NCAA just came out with a statement that says they are going to move women's sports championships out of states that say women's sports are for biological women. So if you are in a state that protects women's sports, you are no longer going to be able to host a women's championship. And these things can be big money. The women's basketball championship alone can be in the range of 18 to $22 million every year. So the NCAA has decided that they are not going to support states that protect women's sports. And let's talk about what came before this too. The NCAA's policy has been for a few years now that if you are a biological man who identifies as, as a woman, a transgender woman, If you've been taking hormones for one year, you are eligible to compete against women and on women's teams. Now that actually runs afoul of science, right? Because there are some studies that have come out recently. I'm thinking of one in the British Journal of Sports Medicine that said even after a year on hormones, transgender athletes are still bigger, faster, and stronger than their cisgender counterparts. So the NCAA is neglecting to trust the science and they are punishing states that do.
0: Mm, It's fascinating to see this because I I mean, it's in a way it threatens to blow up their own their own sport, their own uh, bread and butter here. I, I, you know, it's just like it's amazing how many people will run to embrace the woke side of the arguments, even at their own uh, cost.
2: And that's what it is, right? Like they can have wokeness, but they can't have fairness. Mm. And they've clearly picked one over the other here. And these these female athletes make them a whole lot of money. Uh, And yet the NCAA is going to force them to compete on an unlevel playing field Uh, by definition, right? They're harming these female athletes. And look, this is not lost on students. Campus reform has gone to schools and talked to current undergrads who all say, well, you know, This sounds great. The Equality Act sounds great. I mean, it has equality in the name. It has to be great. Right. (laughs) But then as soon as you tell them, well, it means that biological men are going to compete against biological women. Everybody we talked to said, hey, wait a second. That, That doesn't seem fair. Isn't there a clear advantage here on one, one side over the other? So this is not a phobia. It's not coming from a place of animosity, despite what the left may want to tell you. It's just about fairness and students can see it. It's common sense.
0: Yeah, it feels like this, this whole conversation can get a little uncomfortable. It can get a, you know, get very nuanced at times. There's, there's, there's certain lines that are, that are difficult to, you know, there's certain situations that can be tough to, to figure out exactly. But it seems like this one hits home with people because it's so obvious, right? It's so obvious that I don't—I have a daughter; she's eight years old. She just started playing volleyball. Like, I want her playing volleyball against other girls. Like, I want her to be able to compete against other girls because that is just the way it's supposed to be. It's so obvious. It's just uh, you know, it's—it doesn't even need to be stated. The case is so obvious. I, I, in some ways, I feel like this is a, a good controversy because it brings people to the topic on the, on those grounds, right? Like this is something for easy for people to understand. And, and, it, and it shows that it's not about, I mean, I have no no moment of hate for anybody who, who in these situations. It's just that I also want my daughter to be able to, pr- to pr- you know, to participate in sports the way she's supposed to be able to.
2: Of course, and when we talk about it for college athletes and for high school athletes competing for college scholarships, That's only a tiny piece of the puzzle, right? The vast majority of of student athletes are like your daughter, they're younger, they're playing for fun, they're playing to meet new friends and try new things. So when the left says, well, you know, most trans athletes won't win, They're completely missing the point, right? They're making a disingenuous argument because I believe that the slowest runner on the team, who's probably gonna be me, (laughs) deserves fairness as much as the fastest runner on the team. This matters whether you're 18 years old, whether you're eight years old it's just so plain on its face and look at what title IX accomplished one of the most celebrated legal accomplishments of the last hundred years it protected women's sports and now less than a century later the left has decided hey wait a second maybe that's not what we meant and it's Hmm. up to the conservatives and anybody really with common sense to stand up and say no, that is what you meant. Protecting women's sports is worthwhile and it's important.
0: Let's talk about how they're dealing with this. The, the, the NCAA under pressure, heavy pressure from the left, is saying we're going to move all of our sports out of these states that pass these laws. To me, this is a completely nonsensical reaction. These colleges don't, didn't necessarily pass the law. Lots of kids that go to the colleges don't support the law. Lots of people who work on the crew of the events that are being held at these arenas don't support the law. It, it, it's just like the approach here is, is just holding them up at gunpoint, uh, and it's so hurting tons of people who don't even disagree with their points.
2: You're exactly right, and this is no different from what Major League Baseball just did when they decided to move the All-Star Game out of Atlanta. I'm an Atlanta, and I can tell you that people here were really devastated because after a year where the hotel industry, tourism, restaurants, arenas, all of those industries have just been battered by the COVID lockdowns, This was something that's planned years in advance that people look forward to. The NCAA does the same thing. These host cities are decided years in advance. Cities compete for the right to host these huge games, these huge championships. And now the NCAA has said, well, we're we're gonna punish the little guys here. If the big guys who are in the state government don't do what we like, we're gonna take it out on some of the most economically vulnerable people in society.
0: Yeah, it really is, it's, fa- it's fascinating to see. I mean, we, we, we deal with this, you know, being in, in TV and, and doing, you know, stuff in entertainment and media. You know, the, a lot of the people who even work here aren't necessarily agreeing with all the stupid crap we say, right? Like these are <laughs> there's a lot of people uh, who disagree. And the same thing happens, like Will Smith pulled a movie out of Georgia as well over this. And it's like, well, the people working on the crew, the people who are counting on that income after a year of COVID and, and after, especially when we're talking live events and on-set type of in-person interaction, stuff that's been canceled, blown out for a year, they had a a possibility of earning some money again. And I guess the wokeness trumps that too. I mean,
2: it seems to trump everything well the verb to trump seems like a very intentional (laughs) choice i don't know if it was or not Uh, but of course they all tie this back to trump and they say because it relates to trump it must be hateful because that's the narrative they're still clinging to after more than four years of being proven wrong at every turn think about what this does to the athletes to the girls who have worked their entire lives to try and earn a scholarship to try and earn a spot on the team and yet There's no amount of dedication or training that can replace being born in a male body. That's an advantage that sure, that athlete didn't ask for, maybe didn't want, but it's an advantage that they have either way. And I think if we look at the science and if we talk about what's true and not just what people wish were true, we're gonna get to a better outcome because what we all wish were true, I believe is that everybody could play fairly on whatever team they choose that everybody could compete in sports and compete fairly on the team of their choosing. But that's just never been the case. There are always kids who don't make the team. There are always wrestlers who don't make it into their weight class or kids who just don't grow tall enough to play basketball in middle school. These things are, you know, they're, they're difficult, but they are part of of the process of playing Playing student sports.
0: Hmm. Well, let's look at uh, for a second here. I know you guys at Campus Reform are trying to do something about this, but it's a tough problem to deal with. It really is. I mean. How do you push back against this? I'm a conservative. I don't want to boycott anybody. I don't want to do any of that. I like, you know, the NCAA. I like Major League Baseball. I want to watch their games, I, you know, and I'm not going to let some crazy woke activists take that enjoyment out of my life. So what do I do? Am I supposed to just sit here and complain about it? Am I supposed to try to make people aware of it? Is there is there any sort of tangible thing that people can do?
2: Well, step one you've got down, which is don't let politics ruin all American sports, something that you love. Mm. Uh, so, so that is you know step number one. Step number two is going to be at the state level. Uh, in the past month or so, about 30 states have introduced bills that would protect women's sports, make sure that that transgender women are not competing alongside. Cisgender women just as a matter of fairness. So if you're in one of those states where a bill is present, that's something you wanna pay attention to. That's something where you wanna call your state legislators, let them know how you feel. Uh, If you are an athlete, we would love to hear from you. Contact at campusreform.org is always open to you. We want to hear what your experiences look like because we know that as much as Joe Biden wants to issue an executive order that just blanket sweeping rule across the United States. The NCAA wants to set their own rules. What really ends up happening is schools come up with this patchwork system of, well, how do we treat athletes on a case-by-case basis? And I feel for them too, because I do believe they're trying to do the best they can. Uh, The problem is, to use, I guess, another sports metaphor, is that they swing and miss all the time. And sometimes they're just not putting students first. So if you're a student who believes you're being treated unfairly, that your school is acting with bias, that they are choosing wokeness over fairness, please reach out to us. What campus reform does is draw attention to issues like this one that bubble up on different campuses throughout the country.
0: And is there something to Angela to the idea of at the beginning of this, like you're, you're Major League Baseball, you're booking the stadium in, in Atlanta, right? The agreements are all being put into place. Is there something there at the beginning where, where, where a contract between the city, between the stadium, between the teams, between uh, the league, has something in there that says, look, if our state in three years ch- decided to change a law that you don't like, You owe us every single dollar that we would have made in this particular transaction, whatever the fee is, $5 million, $10 million to scare these organizations a little bit from just backing out to every single thing that bubbles up on Twitter
2: if cities and states are smart uh, what they should do is write clauses just like you described into their contracts that say look we're fronting a whole bunch of money Mm. for hotels for facilities for you know all of the things now that go along with COVID protections these events have always been a big lift for cities, well, now they're much bigger. Uh, they ought to be very concerned that any law that bubbles up could jeopardize their uh, ability to host events. And if you look at the Georgia voting law, that was misrepresented wildly in mm-hmm. the press and by the president, and then by the press again because they don't look at things critically as much as they should, as you well know. So. All of these transgender athlete bills are a little different. They have some common goals in mind, but every state is handling this a little differently. And I wish I had any confidence in the ability of the corporate leaders to recognize nuance in these bills and in these laws that are coming up. But unfortunately, as we have seen all too well, they make snap decisions based on Twitter outrage, based on wokeness that's not grounded, in fact, and cities really suffer from it, as do the athletes. It
0: really is amazing. I, wokeness is weakness, and it's true. It keeps happening over and over again. Angela Morabido, a fellow and spokeswoman for Campus Reform, a great organization doing great work, uh, former press secretary for the Department of Education. Thanks so much for coming on the pro- program and taking the time.
2: Thank you so much, Stu. All
0: right. Back in a second. Well, Margaret Sanger is getting canceled. Um, Planned Parenthood had said that the abortion provider is canceling founder Margaret Sanger. Uh, up until now, Planned Parenthood has failed to own the impact of our founders' actions. We've defended Sanger as a protector of bodily autonomy and self-determination while excusing her association with white supremacist groups and eugenics as an unfortunate product of her time. we got to do like a, a longer thing on this tomorrow. This, not, we can't do this justice in a couple of minutes. Uh, this one is amazing on so many different levels. Uh, we'll do a little bit more on that, but they're admitting... Uh, This That finally, after all this time, after conservatives have been saying this forever, uh, they're finally admitting all the terrible things uh, that Margaret Sanger stood for, uh, or at least some of them. We'll get into that a little bit tomorrow. Uh, Andrew Cuomo is facing an inquiry now over the use of state resources for his terrible book. One, this is not the sexiest allegation, uh, but it has the sort of the ring of the tax evasion sort of thing. Gangster arrest type of situation where you just have, yeah, you can't get you can't get the gangster on the murders, but you can get him on uh, the tax evasion. This is one of those things that it does seem like he did. Now their basic excuse for this is, well, you know, some people volunteered and wanted to work on the book, and uh, you know, it wasn't a ton of stuff. We just had them, you know, go over maybe make some copies, uh, you know, read through some of the sections and do some editing. Nothing big, no big deal. Uh, but again, you can't do that. You can't use government employees for these st- types of things. And this was launched, again, we should point out, by a Democrat in New York, uh, this investigation. So it looks like an inquiry is coming on whether Cuomo used government employees and resources uh, to sell his terrible book. Uh, Jim Clyburn is saying we're gonna have to have police officers. This is, a, this, is now a con- this is newsworthy when a Democrat tells you that we shouldn't get rid of all police officers. That is where we stand in this country. That is remarkable, a remarkable statement. I'm telling you news about a prominent Democrat saying, you know, maybe we should have a few police. That is now controversial in the party. And Rashida Tlaib is saying the opposite. She's saying we need no more policing. What kind of I don't understand. Like what like what world is this where. You know, the, the, the left can get on and say we need no more policing while at the same time accusing everybody on the right of basically being a KKK member. Like, you're going to want some police around if your entire political opposition is involved in the KKK, right? If you think, invo- if you think everyone who supports Trump is a racist, which is what they believe, they have said it over and over again, especially when you're talking about the squad. When you're on that, that level of insanity, this is what they actually believe about you. And they, they have been saying forever that they, uh, you know, think that Trump supporters are racist and aggressive and angry, angry white man syndrome. Uh, they're, you know, uh, white fragility, all of these accusations. And now you don't want any police? Who's going to protect you against all those evil Republicans? I mean, they're out there. Woo. So that's going to be an interesting uh, one to watch. Uh, a little disagreement in the Democratic Party. Uh, and uh, we have another statement from Minnesota now about uh, the Chauvin trial. Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan tweets that Minnesota is a place where it is not safe to be black. Now, look, it's, it's a difficult thing to decipher, but I, I will say I don't think it works as a tourism slogan. A place where it's not safe to be black. Come to Minnesota. It just doesn't have that welcoming ring to it for some reason. Uh, This week I have felt my role as a mother so deeply, said Flanagan. Um, She described heartbreaking conversations she had with her daughter regarding Wright's death, another death in Minnesota. We must never forget the reason there are protesters and law enforcement in our streets is because Dante Wright was killed by a police officer during a traffic stop. Yeah, well, he tried to freaking run. Again, like, you hope this stuff doesn't happen. Uh, we all know that it was a mistake, first of all. Uh, and second of all, it, w- it was also a terrible mistake to run. This is two things both of them needed uh, for this terrible event to happen. Don't run from police, especially when they're in the middle of handcuffing you. I, I, I can't even describe how bad of an idea that is. And I will say, almost everywhere, it's unsafe to run from cops when they're trying to handcuff you. That's not just Minnesota. That's everywhere. For everybody. Back in a second. If you're trying to stay fit and healthy, you've probably discovered by now that it can be really difficult. I mean, look at me. There's so much good food in the world and so many delicious things. Now they'll deliver it to your door all the time. I mean, this is just getting very difficult. You need to have good food on hand. You need to have something delicious on hand, something that's gonna fix that craving. Built Bar is here. It's about to change the way you think about protein bars. Why? Well, it's, yes, it's high in protein. And yes, it's uh, high in fiber. And yes, it's low in calories. Yes, it's low in carbs. We're talking three to five net carbs. So it's great if you're doing something like keto or Atkins. Uh, but here's the amazing uh, part. It tastes amazing. Built Bars come in a variety of flavors. All of them are incredible. Cookies and cream, caramel, brownie, raspberry. Um, I, my wife really loves, the. I think the coconut almond one, I think is the one she really loves. I mean, she loves all of them. They're all over the place. And they have these puffs that are kind of like Charleston chew marshmallow type of things. I don't know, they're all freaking delicious. There's a whole shelf in my refrigerator dedicated to Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code STU15. Save 15% off your, your next order. stu 15 stu 15 for fifteen percent off at builtbar.com, builtbar.com stew15 is the code. So, new poll out uh, from the Dallas Morning News that says that Matthew McConaughey would beat Greg Abbott for governor of Texas. I mean, look, there's a lot of problems with this poll. Number one, McConaughey he hasn't even announced he's going to be in either party. So, like, you know, they're saying that thirty percent of Republicans would vote. For Matthew McConaughey. Is that true when he's an announced Democrat, let's say Uh, now maybe he's going to run as an independent? We'll see. But then that would hurt him among the Democrats. It's just a lot too many things to reach for. Not to mention, I didn't see Chad Prather mentioned in this poll at all. And obviously I would assume he'd be leading the poll against all of them. Uh, So that's at least at least before the power hour, he probably would have been winning. After the power hour, eh, maybe I'm not so sure. Uh, if you missed the power hour, it was a lot of fun. We did it on Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern on the, uh, on the YouTube channel. You can watch the entire thing. It's like an hour, a little bit, uh, and change. It was a mess, but it was a, a lot of fun. Let me give you a quick taste.
1: I really want to know a behind the scenes story.
0: That looks like one of those Who things when we were one? kids where like the snake jumped out of it. That I can talk about?
1: Okay, whatever. What I, I, I thought so. that well, where if I we thought weren't you threaten go, to get sued yeah. on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps I, we'd be more uh Where I thought you were I gonna could gonna tell a story about that. Wait, time. let me ask me me my, my written, lawyer over here. Price. Oh but.
0: gosh. Oh. No, that ain't That's 60 seconds. Oh wait, that was 60 seconds. That was what I thought you were gonna
1: go, Stu. That was was the time when uh you were doing Pat and Stew and Jeffy didn't take his mic off.
0: <laughs> and he went to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I love it. Oh. Our friend Andrew Wilkow, a host on Blaze TV, great host. You should watch a show. I got a right? Oh yes. Right. Uh, Jason, you're up. you're up. Can we talk about oh. LJ uh getting scared because someone was taking a leak at the Western Wall? Yes, we could talk about that at some point. Why but hold on, Why let me give you, you this. I'm fighting vomit. I know, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> are you already? Chad is at his yeah. limit. <laughs> Listen, as we near the as as we near the uh, 50 mark. <laughs> Trust me, it's gonna to be touch and go. <laughs> I don't want to puke in my golden trash can though. That thing is, it is really, it, it is, is really nice. pretty. So well, we're on do. the air, Pat and Stu show. We're on the air. Uh, we go to break. Andrew Wilcott comes out. Great dude, I love Andrew. Comes out. We're gonna do a segment with him. He starts talking about something. Calm up. That was not sixty seconds. That Thank was God. It's, wait, I'm going to not... way or this way. They're just they're screwing with us. No,
1: <laughs> it's just time.
0: Okay, so oh wait. Andrew starts talking about something. I don't remember what it was. And in the no, middle I of just, it, we just hear. I just pressed. We, All right, well, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you can find us, by the way, on YouTube. This is a real thing. Andrew Wilkow in the middle no, I of talking. love you. What you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. By the way, I wish you didn't explain this. There's a button here. We're supposed to hit it when people yeah. swear so they can but find it. But it doesn't edit. actually say anything. No, it doesn't actually do anything. So. so my point, long story short, in the middle of Andrew talking, we just hear tinkling. <laughs> and I don't why are we hearing tinkling on the air? And of course, you know, <laughs> stupid Jeffy freaking walks out and goes potty. And he's just, he's just letting it fly. He's got his mic on. He's just letting it fly. It's going all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Tonight, tonight.
1: can I not that this relates to... The Mercury uh, <laughs> ecosystem. But
0: can I tell you how many times you're working a movie set mm-hmm. and. Oh, tinkling on the air? Oh, no. Um, okay.
1: fireball, shot. fireball shot for still And
0: you hear yeah, a you certain talent getting um, gratified. producer said it goes. No. To yeah. no. Wait, 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 hold on. He we said just, it. No, but we just heard an amazing uh, Spencer <clears throat> who is as. Uh, both Spencer and Jason have, have you know, done Jason's protection.
1: eating these chips. Wait, good. Oh, wait, 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 this is so about,
0: good! Wait, but this is what I said on the air. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, back me up on this. We have not heard Jason talk in 20 minutes. No. He has not talked no. in 20 what? minutes. That's the I thing about him. He's, he's a quiet drunk Yeah, he uh-huh. just. Hey, hit your button. You firebomb. I'm just enjoying.
1: Yeah, you do have. A not gonna, so anyway, let's, let's. What
0: actors we're getting some. Well, we're, we're not, I'm not. I'm so s- not. I'm certainly names. not giving names.
1: We, but <laughs> no, you can't. When do you that. want to talk about like embarrassing things that you no. hear on an open mic? Oh, I just did it's this. You really have to.
0: You know the most impressive you thing. You better about hope that you story have a connection with this pissing. guy. Please. Okay, By the way, that video of Jeffy stealing cookies was so appropriate. Thank you. Okay. Chad, what were you saying? I'm sorry. The most impressive thing about that story of Jesse taking a piss was. No!
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: That doesn't count. (laughs) Of course it does. It counts, baby. You made me do double. Oh no! Fill it all the way up to the brim, Jason. All the way up to the brim. We're way too far into this for this. At least he's at home making up the guest bedroom as we speak. That was just disgrace in every way. Uh, but I think if you watch it from the beginning, you'll see the escalation and appreciate it. Uh, check it out. youtubecom dot com slash studios America. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to tell you other than it was a mess of a night. People loved it. Uh, they wanted us to do more of them. And I don't think my liver uh, or kidneys could take it, uh, but we'll give it a shot back in a second. So if you want to know what people do after they finish a power hour, I'm just going to give you an idea. Here's a picture of a guy in uh, Canada, I think it was. He's trying to fight a grizzly bear. Shirt off. Dukes are up. Decided, saw a grizzly bear passing by. "Ah, I'm just going to get into a fist fight with it. Uh, A video went online and uh, they were not exactly uh, happy about that. Uh, (laughs) And now he's getting fined. $4,000, $4,000, which is the least of his problems, I mean, frankly. I mean, did you see the documentary, Grizzly Man? Uh, the one where the pack of grizzly bears mauled and murder their human f- friend? You know, that was a the human they liked. Uh, that's like the best-case scenario. Uh, and then this guy goes out, and he's throwing hands with a bear. It's a miracle he even has hands left. Uh, so the $4,000 fee, don't worry about that. There's never, ever any reason to try to start a fist fight with a grizzly bear. You know, unless he insults the Philadelphia Eagles, then it's understandable a little bit. In that case, show no mercy. Uh, I'll pay the $4,000 fine for you, but not really. I need the $4,000 to buy more Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. They are on a sale right now, uh, as well as one I think that's going to be really important coming here in the next couple of days into the next couple of weeks. Learn, then protest. The order is important. Shouldn't you know almost everything about... The debate between about the supposed rash of police violence. Shouldn't you know it back and forth before you're out there protesting? That's what I would think. LearnThenProtest.com. The order is important.